Today, we give an update on the presidential race as we head into the weekend. We talk a bit about what we can expect over the next few weeks and how we are to respond. All of this and more on another episode of Refining Politics and Culture with Michael Seifert. All right, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Refining Politics and Culture, where we explore what it looks like together to have vitally important political, cultural, and faith conversations, all with the ultimate goal of exuding truth and love, conviction and grace in our discourse. Hope you all are having a great election day number four. (laughs) I feel like 30 days of content and circumstances that have been crazy and different twists and turns of fate and controversies have all broken within the last four days. It feels like a tornado of information. So much news is breaking minute by minute. But I hope and pray that these extra episodes have been a helpful resource for you as you are exploring this season and trying to wade through the media noise and understand the reality of what's taking place, how we can be praying, how we should perceive the times that we're in, and what type of questions we should be asking, etc. So I hope and pray that these episodes have been a blessing to you. If you've been around the show for any time longer than you know just the last two weeks, you know that normally my episodes are Monday, and then uh, that's a video update, and so it's a little shorter, and then Tuesday, Thursday, full episodes. This last two weeks, though, I've done like five episodes each week. It's been a lot, but again, I hope and pray that that's been a blessing I know that it's been an honor and an absolute privilege to be able to put out a ton of content for all of you. Now, today, what I was planning on doing earlier this afternoon, actually, is releasing a full episode related to a lot of the the nitty-gritty circumstances that are currently taking place at the moment. But then a lot lot of news started breaking, and it turns out that we're going to know a lot of answers tonight in states like Arizona, in places like Georgia, in states like Pennsylvania, and regarding some of the litigation that's unfolding. And so what I decided to do instead is I'm actually going to push a lot of the nitty-gritty to tomorrow, because I'm afraid that a lot of what I was going to cover um, and actually began to start recording won't actually be relevant it won't be updated. Um, It wouldn't have been updated by the time I would have released it just a few hours later. Because again, like I said, in an hour from now, an hour and a half from now, we're going to see situations change or at least unfold in a greater measure. So check in tomorrow morning. I'm going to release an episode late morning, Pacific time, and I will be launching it everywhere. So wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts, make sure you subscribe to Refining Politics and Culture on Apple, Spotify, wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. So you get a notification when the new episode is launched. So tune in for that. We're going to get into a lot more of the nitty gritty regarding the Senate and the presidency, where some of the litigation stands and where I could see this going over the next few weeks. And yes, I did say over the next few weeks, because I'd imagine that that's how long this process is going to get drug out for, if not longer, more on that in the morning. What I wanted to do now, though, today is I wanted to at least give a bit of encouragement as we are in this season, um, especially through a faith perspective. So I just mentioned that I do indeed see this race playing out over the next few, not days, but weeks, because I think the Trump administration has made it very clear that they are ready to dig their feet in and they see a path to victory in the courts for this race so that they can fight for every legal ballot to be counted and every illegal ballot to be thrown out. There's enough evidence of voter fraud in multiple states across the country in places like uh, Nevada with their messed up voter rolls in places like Michigan with entire digital systems malfunctioning, giving races completely to the Democrats, and then they realize that it was malfunctioning, and then having to give it back to the Republicans. And then they find that that county, the digital system they use, they use it in 47 counties in the state of Michigan. So there's been talk of an audit in Michigan. John James in the Senate race has started to bring that up as well to say, wait a second, there's too much going down here. And on top of all this, people are not able to observe the ballots at the distance that they should be able to as legal observers. We're seeing that in Pennsylvania as well. We're seeing Philadelphia find random ballots out of nowhere all of a sudden in different batches as time goes on. So they keep moving the goalpost of how many ballots they think they have. 
which you're seeing in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, but you're not seeing in many other cities around the country that don't have historic problems with voter fraud like Philadelphia does. The other problem that Pennsylvania is facing is their their refusal to actually get very strict requirements around what ballots ballots they're willing to accept and which ballots they aren't. That's really coming back and biting them right now uh, because they, again, have moved the goalpost and it's cr- essentially created a situation in which Arguably, a lot of what Pennsylvania is trying to do is unconstitutional, and the Trump administration has a bit of a legal foot to stand on there to challenge that. So we're gonna, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And then you've got a potential recount in Georgia. They announced the recount today, and it looks like that's the direction that that's going. And then tonight in Arizona, you actually have a new ballot dump at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, and that will lead to more answers that we don't know. So there's a lot that is on the table that arguably will play out over the next few weeks, either in the courts or in recounts or in even audits of the entire election process in some of these states. So with all that, I see a lot of people fitting into one of two boxes. They feel tempted to pursue one of two ideological responses to what's taking place right now around us. The first is this. I see a lot of people, especially Christians, feeling tempted to uh, completely disengage from the process. Basically say, this is overwhelming. I can't do it. It's making my anxiety go up. I don't want to watch the news. I'm out. I'm, I don't need to know what's happening around me. I'm not engaged with it. It'll just help me if I just live life like normal and not pursue any understanding of what's taking place in the season around us. That's definitely not okay. <laughs> Please don't do that. I understand the temptation, but it's not a good one. It's not something we want to succumb to. We're supposed to be in the world, just not of it. So it's a noble desire to be in the world, to press in, to dig your feet in, to engage in the process, to understand how we can be praying for the situations around us. It's a good idea to get into the nitty gritty and understand the intricacies of what's taking place in the courts around us. And this is an incredibly important election. It determines so much of the future of our history, the future of our country. And so for us to completely check out is denying ourselves an opportunity to engage in what God's trying to do in culture and society around us. So especially for Christians, if you believe that this world is not your home ultimately, but it's where God's placed us in this season for a reason so that we can be the people that influence the world around us, then it's really important that you try to fight off that temptation to just completely disengage. Give this podcast a listen. I'll do a subtle plug here for my own show. I'll, I'll update you as best as I can and give you the condensed information that uh, that is really important that we understand in this season. You don't have to go binge the news. It's just just important to have at least an understanding to know how to pray, to know what your role is in this season um, as we are witnessing history go down around us. It's a very unique election season, and you want to look back in 20, 30 years and say, I actually understood what was happening then. We don't want to be people that look back in 20, 30 years and just said, I completely checked out. I was not into it. The second temptation, and this is the one that I fall into more, are the people that start to get overly obsessed with all of these details. So (laughs) I love to research, I love to read, I love to dig in. And so the temptation for a lot of people, especially those that really like politics and love this stuff is, you know, just binge the news 24-7. And obviously that's not healthy either. We need balance in our life. That's being completely in the world uh, and not and actually being of the world as well. You're, you're completely immersed in the situation to the point where it robs us of our connection with the Lord and the ability to see situations the way that he does. So um, that, that circumstance is not a great one either because then you'll start, that temptation is not a great one because you'll end up only focusing on your circumstances and what's taking place around us rather than ultimately our connection with the Lord. So 
Those are the two temptations. And ultimately, the happy medium is right in the middle where I'm in the world, but not of it. I'm attentive to what's taking place around me. I know what's going on. I understand my part to play, how to pray. I'm engaged in the process in a healthy manner, but I don't overwhelm myself with so many details to where I get burned out in two weeks and then I just have to completely turn off the news and I can't do it anymore. There's got to be a healthy balance and this season likely will be a long haul sort of season. I don't believe the election will be over tomorrow. I think we are going to see this play out for multiple weeks. The Trump administration certainly has the justification to be able to pursue these legal battles, and we may see turns of events in these vote counts as they continue to come in as well. There are paths to victory for both Trump and Biden. I believe this race is far from over for the Trump campaign. I think they know that, actually. A lot of Democratic media has tried, and mainstream media has tried to say, oh, they're just grasping for straws. They know they're done. I actually don't believe that's the case. Um, I think that they have enough of a case to really pursue this. I actually see a lot of things turning in their favor, um, potentially debating or de- depending on how all of this goes and depending on what routes they decide to take legally. But the justification is certainly there. So here we go. We're going to be in it for the next few weeks. How do we maintain the balance that I just talked about? There's a verse that I want to share that I felt like God gave me today. It was Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. You will keep in perfect peace, speaking of the Lord, those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. So, How do I stay in perfect peace regardless of the craziness happening around me? How do I trust at the end of the day that ultimately, regardless of how this all goes, doesn't mean I don't care about how it goes. I deeply care about how it goes. In fact, I really strongly believe it should go one certain way. Doesn't mean I won't accept defeat if it ends up not going that way at the end of the day. It just means I want to make sure that we go through a full process to ensure that the process overall is fair and that it's just and that it ends how it actually should, not how it was manufactured to end. So... Uh, I really care and we should really care. Yet at the same time, we don't have to be able or we don't have to be led by our circumstances and the outcomes that we see around us in order to maintain our peace. How do we do that? By keeping our minds steadfast and trusting on the Lord forever because the Lord himself is the rock eternal. He's the one that can bring the perfect peace amidst the stormy seasons and the chaos unfolding around us. So I pray that that's something that we're remembering today. I know that that was really helpful for me this morning, just to remain at peace because we remember that Jesus Christ is victorious over our circumstances and the world around us. Of the increase of his government and of his peace, there shall be no end. I've mentioned that in episodes this week because I really want to bring home that point that ultimately I get to have fun in the season. I get to be joyful regardless of the fact that it seems like there's a lot of fires breaking out around us. At the end of the day, we get to be joyful and remain in that place because my joy and my peace is not attached to my circumstances, but it's attached on the eternal rock that is Jesus Christ. And if you do not know the Lord, if you'd say, I'm still trying to figure out all this God stuff, not really into that, I'm trying to figure that out. I would just ask you to ask yourself today, where does the peace lie? Where is your peace settled on? Is it based upon your circumstances? Where is your satisfaction or your grounding or your foundation built upon your worldview? Is it based upon the fleeting circumstances of the world or philosophies of man? Or is it based upon the absolute truth and the rock of Jesus Christ? That'd be my question. It's a great question to ask. So that's my encouragement today. There's a lot that's coming over the next few weeks. Engage. Do not disengage. Press in. Even a week from now, when court stuff starts coming out, if that's the direction this goes, again, nothing is guaranteed at this moment. So this is all just a prediction, but this is what the Trump campaign has expressed. Georgia has expressed that they will indeed conduct a recount. Arizona's getting closer. So these are things that are actually started to be put into motion. We just don't know exactly how it'll all unfold. At the end of the day, don't a week from now 
start to say, ah, just can't do it anymore. I'm out. Press in, pray for what's going on, engage yourself in the situation, ask good questions. How do I feel about what's happening? Because one day, 10, 20 years down the road, you're going to want to remember, what was it like in this season? This is a groundbreaking historical moment, and I think all of our eyes need to be opened. But at the same time, they don't need to be so focused on these circumstances that we are overwhelmed, burned out, and detached from our sense of peace and moral grounding in the Lord. That's all I've got for today. We are going to get into the nitty gritty tomorrow. We're going to talk about all the details of these different lawsuits as they are emerging. We're going to talk about all the details of the alleged corruption and voter fraud issues. There's been a lot that's broken in the last uh, 12 hours in Michigan, for example. We're going to uncover all of that tomorrow. I just want to push it to tomorrow because we're going to learn more about it this evening. So... All of that's coming. If you if you want to know kind of what to be watching tonight, if you're listening to this in the late afternoon or the early evening, what to be watching for tonight and early tomorrow morning, watch how Arizona goes. There's a ballot drop in about two hours, so make sure you're watching for that and the results of that. Trump needs a pretty good handful of those ballots to actually have a chance in Arizona, but the open door is still there, so we'll see how that unfolds. Be watching how these final ballots come in in Georgia. Be watching how the final ballots in Pennsylvania come out, and then we'll cover the rest tomorrow. It has been an absolute blast to talk to you today for this little Friday check-in on round four of the 2020 general election. This has been another episode of Refining Politics and Culture with Michael Seifert.